Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. Holidays tend to be a time of extreme emotion, whether it's extremely wonderful or extremely horrible. And even for those where things are going well, things tend to bounce back and forth, whether it's going good and then bad and good and bad and good and bad. And so hopefully this episode will help things go a little bit better during the holidays and help you feel a little bit more well. So here they are, 20 ways to up your happiness level during the holidays. Now I should first point out that I did not put these in any particular order of importance, but they all can be important and one might be more important to you than others. So with that, let's get started. Number one, acknowledge any unwanted or unpleasant feelings. Uh, Say them out loud, talk to somebody else or do whatever you need to, but you've got to just acknowledge them. Don't try to hide them away. Don't just pretend that they don't exist. Uh, just, just put them out there. Um, for example, if you can't be with loved ones, it's okay to feel, to say to yourself, hey, it's normal to feel sadness and grief. It's okay to cry. It's okay to express your feelings. You can't force happiness. It's enough to say, I'd like to be happy, but I'm not at this moment. So going along with communication, number two, remember those that aren't there with you. For those that have just moved away or are traveling and so forth, talk about it. Tell stories. Discuss what they're doing with others. Maybe look at photos with others. Uh, Or if it's something uh, more serious, like grieving the loss of a loved one, perhaps try honoring and celebrating them by getting together with other family members and friends and sharing stories that highlight their life and their personalities. Okay, and the third of my communication ones here is, if times are tough, talk about it. So if you're having a hard financial year, for example, or or just anything else that's hard going on in your life, illness and so forth, you know, talk about it with others. Get together with the family, let them know what's going on. It's okay if other people know what's happening in your life. Uh, you know, get those inside feelings out. It might surprise you how eager others are to share the burden or, and, uh, and how much it does not actually hurt them but, and, and how much it will actually help you. Number four, journal or write your worries. Okay, so there are some things that you are just not going to talk about to others. They're too private, they're too personal, or they're just too hard. Well, at least write them down. Uh, perhaps, like I said, in a diary or journal that's just private to you. Or if there's something that you want to write to something else, to someone else that you're just not going to ever send to them, write it, then burn it, or throw it away in the garbage. Uh, but you want to get, at least get, again, those thoughts that are inside your head, outside of your head, put it somewhere else. Uh, it'll help a great deal. Number five, make a list of to-do items. This one will especially help with those feelings of being overwhelmed or that feeling of unease because that fear of the unknown is our greatest fear and sometimes we just have that feeling of unease at Christmas time like oh, there's something I'm not doing so making a list will help us with that and while you're making that list mark high priority items and lesser priority items 
as well as longer and more difficult items, as well as shorter and easier items. Now, do the easier and high priority items first and be willing to let lesser priority items and or harder and longer tasks go if overwhelmed or you do not have enough time. Number six, stick to a budget. Christmas comes and goes. Debt or the inability to pay bills stays with you. So budget what you can afford. A happy Christmas or holidays doesn't rely on money spent. Focus on celebrating together, showing affection, and supporting each other. Someone in the family, if they're struggling financially, then budget according to their finances. Whether it's a white elephant party, a gift exchange, homemade gifts, setting limit, and so forth. Number seven, plan small celebrations along the way. Rather than just one big celebration at the end, like for example Christmas, have several several fun little celebrations to go with along the way. Some smaller parties, or perhaps just going to see some lights, and so forth. Also, plan for something a little fun to look forward to for after the holidays. Research has shown that people tend to have a big letdown after vacations because they have nothing else to look forward to, but that for people who go on a vacation and plan just a little something afterwards to look forward to, tend to enjoy their vacation much more, and then they enjoy their time afterwards much more. I can give you a very good example of this. My family and I went to Walt Disney World one year, and then afterwards we planned just going to the dog sled races that were nearby. And our kids loved the dog sled races so much that they liked them, they said, just as much as Walt Disney World, which uh, made us feel great about spending so much money at Walt Disney World. But the point was that they really enjoyed their time a whole lot more than when other years that we might have went to Walt Disney World just came home and they're like, oh, great, now what? So always plan something a little extra. And then, again, some things along the way just makes the whole time just a little bit something more fun. And uh, and like I said, this is kind of a look forward one. So that's number seven. Number eight, each day find several things to be grateful for that happened that day. So it's kind of looking back. Uh, and this could be during, done journaling or just even just talking to yourself or talking to others. But there is lots of things to be grateful for. And sometimes at the end of the day, we think there was nothing to be grateful for. But if we think about it really hard and we start to t- talk about even small things that happened and even for sake of it was medicine, you know, there's something that was to be grateful for. And, and if we say one thing, then it's easier to think of a second thing. If we say two or three things, then it's easier to think of four or five things. And as, and, and as you get going, you'll find that there tends to be 10 or 20 or 30 things. Number nine, be in the moment. Uh, Practicing mindfulness is perhaps one of the best things that can help us during the holidays, Uh, even if it's just cleaning or something. Uh, For example, I mean, our mind has a tendency to be everywhere but in the present during the holidays. We have so much to think about, and we we might have 10 things going on at once, and we're so busy and overwhelmed. We might be thinking about the past, you know, especially if something... Uh, tragic happen and and it all takes away from our, our peace of mind and perhaps nothing brings it back better during the holidays than mindfulness now i have a whole mindfulness episode uh, that i don't have time to go over uh, so you might want to go back to that episode but when i talk about something like cleaning for example um, that's where you block everything else out so even if you're just doing something simple like doing the dishes that's where you you stop thinking about the other three things that you have to do during the day and you just think about, okay, I'm just going to 
you know, wash this plate. And you think about the suds and, and you think about the warm water and how does that feel? And you think about what does this plate look like? You know, does it have snowmen on it? Does it, you know, what's, what's it look like? And how did, the, where did this plate come from? Was it a, was it a gift of, you know, where, did, what's going on with it? And, and where does it, where are you going to go? Is it going in the dishwasher? Are you, you know, are you going to dry it? You know, and how does that feel? And, and you know, what's the texture feel like? And, and so you just really get into that moment. So you're not thinking about anything else. And, uh, and or if you're outside, you know, same thing. You know, what's the, what's the snow look like? You know, how's that feel? You know, what's the cold feel like on your face? You know, and, and uh, you know, what's the warmth? And so those are all just mindfulness activities, just kind of forgetting about everything else and just being right in that moment. And again, if you want to learn more about mindfulness, you can go back to that mindfulness episode. Number ten: Do physical activities. Uh, exercise counts for this, and being outdoors is especially helpful. Uh, still even in the middle of the winter and because nature really helps with mental health and even if it's cloudy outside sunshine sunshine of course helps but even if it's cloudy nature is great for mental for mental health and and, it, uh, and again like I said exercise is great for mental health and so uh, any physical activity is just great so just keep doing things like that uh, even in the winter time where you want to uh, get in the shelter and not move number 11 watch or listen to light entertainment. When artists create movies and music and so forth, if they did their job right, they are trying to manipulate your emotions. So if you're having a lot of anxiety, depression, stress, and so forth, watching comedies or romances or adventures that you know are going to have a happy ending and so forth may be good for you. Uh, you know, they actually have Showing that re- <laughs> there's a research on reruns, for example, if you watch a lot of reruns, people are happier when they watch reruns, probably because they know they're going to have happier earnings. Actually, in the research, they don't say why the people are happier, but they are happier. Um, so I know some of you are thinking, I love my horror films and I love my sad dramas and I'm sick of all these Christmas movies. <laughs> and that's understandable. And uh, yes, and there's a reason why there's always horror movies released every holiday season. Um, and I'm certainly not saying you have to give up your favorite shows or music forever. I'm just saying that if you're struggling with stress or your emotions during the holiday season, watching a show where, if they do it correctly, it is designed to leave you with a feeling of unease or leave you feeling anxiety or sad or angry, then this might not be the right time to be watching them or listening to that type of music. So it's just a timing issue. 12. Do charity, but at a level you can handle. Helping others has a tendency to lift your spirits. Uh, unless you do it to a point where you're emotionally exhausting yourself. You know, if you're giving your emotions away, then you're going to have a hard time. But certainly, finding a good charity and donating is a wonderful part of the holiday as well as being like a secret Santa or something like that. So nothing quite as exciting as leaving an anonymous gift to someone in need. Uh, so do something like that. Yeah, sure, great. Go for it. it. You will feel a little happier. Number 13, connect, don't isolate. Very easy to isolate during the winter times, especially during the holidays, especially if you're depressed. So first, are there families you can reach out to? Second, are there friends you can reach out to? Uh, next, are there religious or community events? And if you're having a hard time with those, 
there are online support groups. And yes, there are free ones. Or if you aren't comfortable with those kind of things, or and, you can volunteer somewhere. People are anxious for volunteers. You can certainly go out and just volunteer. If you have some physical issues or something like that, you can't volunteer. Or if you're just so depressed that you can't even get out and volunteer, remember, there is that 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Uh, and formerly it was known as the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicide crisis and emotional distress 24 hours a day, 7 days a week across the United States. And remember, that's a suicide and crisis lifeline. So if you are in, you don't have to be suicidal. If you are just in crisis, you can call it and talk to somebody. So check out their website. It has a lot of great material. So if you're even this, for example, if you've had someone in your family committed suicide, they have some information about that. If you are somebody who is having some emotional distress, they have some information about that. Anyway, they have a lot of great information. I can't, I'm not going to go into everything they have, but check out their website. It's wonderful. Number 14, embrace the warmth, or if you're in a hot climate, embrace the cool. Uh, for example, like if you get under a blanket, you know, get a hot drink in your hands, and then, you know, if, it, if you have the tree in front of you, watch the twinkling lights, uh, or if the, the opposite if you're in a hot climate, except for the twinkling light parts. Keep the twinkling lights. Uh, so basically, this is just kind of a se- seasonal mindfulness exercise. But it's a fun one, you know, notice the warmth, you know, notice the, how that blanket, whether it's the softness of the blanket, notice how the hot drink feels on your tongue, that so forth, so forth. So yeah, it's, it's just a mindfulness exercise. But it's one we tend to do without even thinking of it as a mindfulness exercise. And again, it can be tasty and cozy. Number 15, be realistic. Just know ahead of time the meals you make aren't going to come out perfectly and people aren't going to just give you, you know, shower you with praise. If you can't be with family, you maybe just know that you might be able to meet them virtually or talk to them, you know, on the telephone. Uh, and recognize that, you know, the snow and movies are placed there or, you know, they shoot it in a certain location with just the right shot and yours outside might be a little bit, you know, dark and dull in color and have lots of people's footsteps all over it you know, you know just don't have that movie picture in your mind uh and have and again with family and friends don't expect everything to go you know all the conversations to go perfectly uh, allow for error and mistake and uh, including for yourself which leads to number 16 which is forgive yourself and others or at least don't think about them when it comes to forgiving self and others, remember words like horrible or must and have to and things like that. Try to get rid of those out of your vocabulary. Excuse me. Uh, try to word, th- th- word things like, I prefer if this had happened, but it didn't happen that way. I would like to if it happened this way, or I'd like this to have happened, or I'd like to do things this way, but it doesn't have to have, to have happened that way. So people make mistakes. And remember, everybody else is stressed out too, so they're even more likely to make mistakes. But also remember, criminals come out in force, so you got to watch out for a lot of fraud around Christmas time. And there's a lot of debit card, and and there's a lot of identity fraud. And uh, I know what's happened to us the last couple of Christmases. But even if that happens to you, uh, you, you can't focus on that the entire month. So even if you're having a hard time forgiving, and especially if it's something especially egregious, uh, 
you know, you just, if you focus on that the entire time, then not only do they rob you of something, uh, then they'll have robbed you the entire holiday season. So even if you can't forgive, at least don't focus on them. Try to focus on, on good things and try to at least keep your thoughts somewhere in a better place. Number 17, set boundaries and be willing to say no. So know how many parties you're willing to go to in a week. And how much are you willing to give if asked by a neighbor's child for their fundraiser? Are you willing to give out hugs or handshakes or elbows if somebody tries to go in for a hug? Are you willing to talk about politics? Or are you willing to wear masks? Or willing to talk about COVID? Uh, Making potential mindful decisions in advance will greatly reduce your stress if they come up. Number 18, remember to be healthy. So that would be with eating, exercise, sleep, and it kind of goes with the boundaries. Healthy body, healthy healthy mind just helps reduce your stress and helps you to be happier. Number 19, don't be afraid to seek professional help if you need it. This is where we talked about where uh, the numbers aren't necessarily in order of importance because if you need professional help, it should probably be number one. Uh, and if you've tried all these other 20 things and they aren't helping, then you should probably seek professional help. Uh, and certainly if you're contemplating suicide at all, definitely seek professional help. And again, that 988 number is available. But if you're having symptoms such as anxiety, sadness, irritability, body aches, headaches, inability to sleep, and general sense of unease, emotional numbness, and it just keeps getting worse and you're talking to people and, and, and your depression is just getting worse and worse, then professional help is a wonderful thing. Don't be, Don't shy away from it. Number 20, avoid maladaptive coping strategies or unhealthy coping strategies. And it's very easy to do during the holidays. Uh, so that'd be things such as overeating or undereating, overspending, substance abuse, procrastination, isolation, and so forth. And they're all very easy to slip into. And, and, and a big question to say during yourself during this manner is, am I doing this in a controlled manner? So if you eat a whole plate of goodies, am I, you know, am I doing savoring each bite? And while I'm doing this, and am I doing it in a healthy manner? Because yeah, you can eat a plate of goodies, and and perhaps you're saved up the calories, and you're eating it in a very good, healthy way. But on the other hand, did you eat the whole thing, and you're stress eating, and you didn't even hardly pay attention to what you ate, or did you eat in a, in a way, and you feel, and you're like just shaming yourself afterwards? You know, that's not good. Or on the vice versa, did you avoid eating to to be healthy or did you avoid eating out of like an obsessiveness? So it's not under control, but you're just kind of obsessing and you're just avoiding eating everything. And you're noticing you're eating much less than everyone else and you're less happy as well and so forth. Now, I have a whole maladaptive coping episode, which goes over a whole lot more, and I'm not going to go into all of that Uh, obviously here. So again, if you want to check out maladaptive coping strategies and what to do about those, then go ahead and check out that episode. Uh, But you do want to be uh, careful about those because again, they're very easy to slip into during the holiday season. Okay, yay, we managed to get it through all 20, which is good because you notice in number 20 there, I'm starting to have a hard time talking. So (laughs) let's wrap this up. Uh, So Hopefully, if you go through these, you'll find your happiness level at least increase by one. You know, so if you're absolutely miserable at uh, during the holidays, hopefully you'll just at least be not miserable, or at least be you know, uh, 
just go to unpleasant, you know, or something. If you're unpleasant, hopefully you'll be just a little bit happy. And if you're a little bit happy, hopefully you'll be very happy. And if you're, and if you're very happy, hopefully you'll be overjoyed. You know, so hopefully we can get you up a level, if not one or two levels. So, uh, try these out. Let me know how they go. Um, and, uh, and do, do me a favor, leave a, leave me a review, uh, and, uh, and I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much and have a great holiday season. Thank you for listening to Coping Skills for Chronic, Physical, and or Mental Health Issues, Helpful Hints and Bandages. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Slipper.